what what you got for me right here? Oh, when was oh, your when... first fight? Fight? I don't. I mean, I'm a black man in America. I've never stopped fighting. Zach, when, when, when was your first fight? <laughs> Y'all gotta get it together. I'm getting better and better. Cause once I get started, it ain't no stopping stacking this broccoli cheddar. I'm We're back. It's another back. round of out of pocket. And this is the last show before the playing games next week. And uh, what's it look like, Joe? What do we got? Uh, most teams have two games left. That includes your Los Angeles Lakers. Blazers just lost to the Suns, uh, which means, you know, Lakers have a chance to get this six seed. I was more happy that the Suns won state at the two, didn't want the Clippers to get that spot. I think, obviously, like we were talking about before the show, if the Lakers get the seven, they're going to smack the Warriors. That's not a question. I'm just letting Warriors fans get it in right now, build it up, keep poking the bear, poke oh, away. Yeah. Poke away, Warriors fans. Fat, this is a fat, corny guy. Poke away. <laughs> because, because when that happens – I'm coming for all of you. As you should. And you will try yeah. to murder me, and you will we, fail. We have a Warriors colleague named James Wozni. He's walking around the office, chest real out, talking a lot of nonsense. And I know inside that chest there's a lot of hot air that's going to dissipate and disappear as soon as as soon as soon that playoff shows up and as soon as LeBron James is on that court. And uh, I, I, frankly, I frankly can't wait. So uh, we'll see. We shall see. Is there, do we have a do we got a, a Chris Paul picture on on deck right here? I got the Sith lights going, of course. Oh God, yeah, Joe, you sent this to me today. What's your reaction when you see art like this? I'll, I mean, I'll call it art, which is generous. The human being that tweeted was like this hard, and this is like hard, hard no, like this is hard, like <laughs> pass. This is hard to look at. Like what the like, Durander Aiden and uh, Devin Booker are both grown men. Devin Booker potentially could be on the light skin to Mount Rushmore. We were talking about it before the show. He could bump Caruso off that number four spot in the light skin to Mount Rushmore. And he's, yeah. he's carrying them like their kids. Come on, I get the sun, sun's thing. There's no water in uh there's no oceanfront property in Arizona. None. Okay? Now I heard the song. For those that are listening to this, because you can't listen to this now as a podcast. If you go search out of pocket and in Spotify, iTunes, you can listen to the full thing. So for whatever reason, you won't leave early, but if you have to. You can go tap in there and listen. For those that are listening, it is a picture of Chris Paul as an adult holding a young DeAndre Ayton who looks like a toddler and Devin Booker's hand staring out over a body of water. And the person tweeted, this is hard. It is not hard. It is, it's just weird. It's just weird. And I guarantee you they don't look at this and think this is hard or cool. And like you said, Joe, there is, the, you know, what is this Tempe Town Lake that they're standing in front of? Because I've never seen Tempe Town Lake look that nice. That's a cesspool of water. So there's water there. Yeah. I mean, it's man-made and it's so gross. And if you're pledging for certain fraternities, you have to swim in it. And it is disgusting. Boo-boo water is doo-doo, baby. It's, it's doo-doo, baby. It is so gross. But that, you know what's not doo-doo? What's that? The CDC is back on our side. The BDB, if you're a blood, whatever you call them, whatever you call them, Fauci, like Zach, how much you, if, if Fauci was guarding you, if you, you got know. locked up, if you got locked up by Fauci, how would you feel? Like if he's, if he's playing defense on me, I'm giving him a 50 piece. I'm giving him 50. <laughs> I had a friend who played Kanye once in pickup and gave Kanye like 15 and his, the person who invited him was like, dude, I'll never bring you again if you do that to Kanye again. Was so. the 15 jumpers or 15? It was like 30 regular basketball points. Yeah. So it's like, what, what did he shoot from the field? I'm so curious. Oh, he was cooking. I'll have to ask him. <laughs> I'll say that for another time. But I was like, yeah. 15 for 19, six rebounds, four assists. 
it's it's no disrespect to Fauci. I, I mean, what the man's done, amazing. But I'm going to give him his buckets. Like, we're out here. I'm going to go home and tell the friends that I barbecued Anthony Fauci on the court. Like our esteemed colleague, Martellus Bennett, once said, you told Brandon Marshall Pro Bowls can get their ass kicked too. So can nerd. So can nerd. I don't care if you, you rid the world of Corona. Like, whatever. You can still get these hands. Like, nobody's above an ass whooping. Yes, sir. But Zach, question for you. What is the first place you were going now that you can be maskless? I think a concert. Like I'm, I, I, I had such an addiction to going to see live music. I was going to like three shows a month and in LA that's really easy to do. And that's kind of one of the beautiful things here. Concert, such a fun day, go get, get a nice dinner, get a bunch of drinks in me, you know, it may, you know, we'll see if some other stuff happens and then go to the show and, and just feel great and run around. What, where are you going first? So, Zach, we, me and my wife already went to the movies. I don't even know what movie we saw because I just ate a big-ass tub of popcorn, went into insulin shock, jalapenos, salt, nachos, Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> it has nobody serving the drinks. I, I normally get, like, half Sprite, half high C fruit punch. That's a, that's a hack for you guys who really like to live dangerous. But he put too much Sprite in there, but it was great. Just It was hitting my throat, just the sugars and, like, oh, the movie theater Sprite. I, I cannot tell you what movie I, I hate most movies I see nowadays. I'm not a big comic book guy, so I fall asleep in a lot of those, except yeah. for Black Panther, stayed up frame to frame, beginning to end. But yes, it's a good time. I, good I time. saw nobody. That felt great to just be in a theater again. Just lovely. It was nobody great. in there. It was like eight people in there. It reminded me of like high school days when, you know, yeah. that, that was one of the few places where you could really do whatever you had to do as a high schooler. Yeah. You know, watch movies, whatever, with the booze, whatever. But. <laughs> So we had a long pandemic. This was longer than expected. I remember in March, I was like, uh, you know, Americans are assholes, so it'll probably be to like October. Then it was like, okay, maybe never. And uh, it's looking like by 4th of July is going to be really turned up. Mm. But what, what did you learn from this pandemic? I learned with friends I can't trust in the foxhole. You know what I mean? Like the friends that, are, that freaked out, that couldn't follow the rules. Learned kind of a lot about my friends or certain friends, peripheral friends kind of weird things that they started to believe. I learned friends know more about science than they claim. Love that. Um, I, God, Oh, come on. Come on. <laughs> I did not see that movie. Views. How dare you say something? It's, so accurate. It's been running on TV all the time now until like, I know scene by scene now. And I'm just like, damn, this is a good ass movie. <laughs> like, yeah. What did, what did you learn from the pandemic? Uh, I learned that most Caucasian people, not yourself, not the Schwartz family, obviously you guys are reliable and dependable, great human beings, but most Caucasian people are really fragile, like weak. Like just stay at the crib. Like nobody, like put a mask on. This is not like hard shit. This is like basic. Like put a mask on when you go to uh, Target or when you go to Ralph's. Literally people during the pandemic, I, I would go to my local produce house. I was heavy on the salads. Zach Warrior Twitter bullied me into losing 65 pounds during this pandemic, but I'd be heavy on the salads. I would see random Caucasian people always no gloves, touching all the lettuce eyes and whatever. It's like we're a pandemic. You got to grab the shitty lettuce just for this time. All right. Yeah. I, I, I scour the lettuces too to find that perfect one to get my emerald on, my Mario Batali, if you will. But yeah. you got to sacrifice, ladies and gentlemen. It was not that big of a deal for the people who could do it. And also learn that, you know, these kids are going to be, I don't know, we'll see. It's going to be interesting. A lot of these kids have been living on Zoom and, and living at the crib and not Wi-Fi and whatever. It's yeah. just going to be really turned up. We're going to see it for a long time coming, but it is what it is. It took me a while to like readjust to talking to people in person again. Like my like <laughs> I, my my eye contact's like all over the place. Like I really look. It's just it's like focus. You know what I mean? We might so, have a tweet of the day, Zach. We might have a tweet of the day from, from 
Longtime fan, West Coast elite. <laughs> Zach looks like he got a Duncan Robinson fat head on his wall. Zach, if you turn that camera and you have a Duncan Robinson fat head on your wall, I will give you $10,000 right now in straight cash. Sadly, no, not okay. yet. I'm, move, I'm moving, though. And for West Coast elites, I might just have to do it. That would be so goddamn funny if, like, just like or over on this side right here, you just had a little bit of a Duncan Robinson silhouette in the dark. That shit would be hilarious. I was going to give you 10 grand cash. I'm going to give you $100,000 worth of respect for not having it. <laughs> you came up, Zach. I appreciate Zach. it. I appreciate it. You got Hall of Fame induction this weekend. My yep. pop, Marcus Johnson, was a finalist, did not make it. You know, it hurts, but we know we're going to keep it moving. And this was for the 2021 class. 2020, we got Kobe coming in. We got Vanessa and MJ. You know, just looking back, man, you, you know, so many iconic moments. And I, I'm always admittedly everybody's just like, oh, man, you're a Kobe guy. Like, I was a big-time LeBron guy. And as you know, it, it was tough back in those days. We would go at each other. There was battles. It was some real Game of Thrones things. But once LeBron came over to the Lakers, I'm very happy that I cleared my soul and just said, no, nah, I'm rocking with Kobe. They can both be goats. They're both Lakers. Yeah. I'm trying to get a ring. It's all Mamba mentality, one thing going on. But what's, you know, I know you're a lifetime Lakers fan. And yep. really just, you know, all about that life. What's your favorite Kobe moment? I mean, some of the game winners. I, I struggle to pick, like, the exact game. The one where he banked it in on Wade, I always loved just because of the fact, like, there's, like, an interview where Dwayne Wade is like, I can't believe he did it. That, I think, was during that stretch, kind of towards the tail of, end of his career, where he was basically giving us, like, a game winner a month. And there was a stretch where he hit like multiple game winners in one month. And it was just insane. Like I remember he catches it. I think it was right in front of the Kings bench, pulls up, hits the three. And like the Kings players all sat down when it got to Kobe's hands, just knowing that he was going to ice them. And it's, uh, I don't know if I've ever seen anyone with kind of the confidence in the, um, just the self-belief that made him so magical. So what, what was yours? So my moment, you know, Kobe, the Drew League 2011 during the lockout. Kobe uh, comes through. Dudes are talking shit. It's, it's old. It's back at Old Washington Park, which super tight gym, cramped, hot. You know, people waited four or five hours to get in. Kobe shows up. You've got people on the court holding babies, talking shit to him, like within like two feet, like straight hoodsters, just all types of hood legends. Not impressed by Kobe. They're there to see this kid, Casper Ware, played in Long Beach State, was an absolute baller. But that oh, yeah. was their their Kobe of the league. So he's playing in the game, too. Kobe comes in, he's going up against Harden, giving each other buckets, going back and back. Kobe squad's trailing by like eight with like a minute or so to go. Cops come up to him like, yo, Kobe, let, let's go now for the crowd. Kobe's like, fuck, I got to finish the game. What are you talking about? Like, give him the Kobe look. Like, how dare you, you know, to the police, which I always respect, you know. And, <laughs> you know, you know, they were just had the wherewithal to get the fuck out of his way, let him do his thing, let him cook. Ends up hitting the game winner over Harden, going crazy. And then for – for hoops, the 60-point game for me, because it was just like, you know, capping off a career. Obviously, the Lakers had a down year that year. Yeah. But to drop the 60-piece, you know, remember towards the end, he looks over, Vanessa kind of hits her with the wink. Like, it's, it's it's over, man. But just thinking back on the dude, his legacy, everything he means to the city of LA. Honestly, like, Kobe's passing, I feel like, has united the city so much and the, and the, the Lakers and the Dodgers winning championships and really just turning up. We still haven't got the turn up for either of those, just to be real. So, really, whatever yeah. happens this year, we're going to have a double parade probably just because that's how it goes. Can't wait. But either way, we're turning up. You already know. Can't that. wait. I uh, there's a story that someone on the Lakers once told me, and I don't want to name the player, but he, it was he was on that really bad team where Kobe basically had to do everything. And I, I remember as a fan watching Kobe and sort of just feeling bad because it seemed like he was just marooned on this island and he was just putting on a show. And luck, I mean, you still see that kind of same hate he got on guys now, which is sort of why I, I never have understood that. But now that here, no, there, he gets doubled. 
spins out of it, shoots the fade away, and uh, it, it it misses. And as they go to the bench, one of his teammates comes over and he's like, "Hey, Kobe, I was a uh, I was open. You could have hit me." And he goes, "If you want the ball, go get that rebound." <laughs> and like that's just such a legend. Like he just had such so he was so over dealing with that team, but awesome awesome player and uh, genuinely it was a privilege of my lifetime getting to watch him cook so uh, yeah can't wait to see him in the hall of fame from one maker goat to another lebron james skip bayless taking shots to the ankle i call skip skeletor because that's what he looks like he looks like a modern day skeletor i know they're doing a new he-man movie he's got the part but lebron is out here salsa dancing on the ankles i gotta ask you this question lebron has been out the mix for it feels like a couple months now yeah. When, when do we feel like he shot this commercial? Because I'm going to go ahead and say that it was more recent than we think. And he's really, <laughs> he, as a young kid said, he's really hitting that hoe with uh, the way he's getting that sauce in there. Yeah. So, uh, one, phenomenal shirt. Phenomenal shirt. Uh, two, the, the dance, fantastic. Josiah, you and I have worked in production for a long time. We both know that it, this could have been a little while ago. It could have been very recently. It definitely wasn't a long time ago. You know what I mean? Like this wasn't a lot of work and uh, I don't know. I skip sucks. So LeBron dance, you, you know what? I, save the legs. We got the playoffs. We're trying to go back to back. Bucks Those legs look looking good to me. Now, Zach, I know you went to Arizona state, which is notorious for being a party school. Yeah. When you're at the, the club, the frat party, whatever it may be, is getting a little late. You're trying to find that lady friend to take home to the crystal. Yep. What's your favorite song at the club? When you're at the club, I hear this song. I'm turning up. Oh my god! There are so many, and I like. I was so privileged. Like I was so lucky to be in college because it was like during this like uptick in which people are gonna just cringe at this this big uptick in like EDM dance music. Which I get if that's not your cup of tea. I just think that that is the like most insane music to party to. So like when some of the like when some of the like Diplo songs would come on, loved that. I always loved playing like Nelly though, like at a house party. Anytime that would come on, just seeing people like with that nostalgia hit, that was kind of my, that was truly probably my favorite. What was yours? I'm, I'm really thinking, I mean, probably some little John. I grew up in a different era, you know, the early 2000s. We were wearing 5X, you know, wearing 5X shirts. Avicii, Avicii would get the, the it, it, levels. Yeah. I think levels, whatever, whatever skin color or skin tone you are, if you hear levels, you don't turn up. Life. I don't care what you know. If you're from the like the deepest part of the hood. You hear levels. You're gonna be like, all right, whatever. Okay, I mean, I can get in on this. But um, a lot of surprise, cool. some like you know, loving this club. I'm like loving this club mm. used to come on just you know with, with the the nice little beat. You know, it was just yeah. like trying to make love in this club. And, and generally, I was kind of a square, so I was not making love in the club. Good <laughs> hey, looking, uh, just square. But it is what it is. I would uh, if. <laughs> we would have parties at my place and I'd, I did all the corny shit. I'd fucking put on closing time, you know, like it's closing time. So it put that on to get people the fuck out of our apartment. If we were having this big party, people always hated that shit. Like, You're corny. I'm like, you need to leave. But that, that's neither here nor there. Like I was the only, we had a spot in Westwood. I believe it was six, eight, five Kelton, if I'm not mistaken, but mm -hmm. we had the penthouse. So literally elevator opened right to like our front door. And it was only three apartments on the spot, but we had the back house. So we literally used to start parties, and everybody who lives in Westwood knows the cops will shut you down around midnight. We would start parties at midnight, go till 3 or 4 a.m. Funny quick story, Mercedes Lewis is there one time, living legend. So he's, so he's there in a, in a Bulls jersey. Okay, we're like, all right, I just remember he had the Jordan jersey looking fly. 
Next morning, we come out on our wall. There's literally a red smear of like that's like eight feet long, and because all night he was on the wall just getting it, and we like he was doing it all, but he literally like Jordan smear jersey all over. But yeah, Jordan Chicago, much like our host. And our oh yeah, taste of Chicago, Lou Malnati's. Which which bracket? Our, uh, I want to remind the audience, we are giving the commenter of the day a free item from our sponsor, Taste of Chicago. Again, please head to their site, check it out, tasteofchicago.com, slash out of pocket. They got all sorts of good stuff. But tonight, we're giving away a Lou Malnati's pizza and a big-ass cookie to go with it. I kind of like a Pizuki vibe. I don't know if you ever got into those. It, uh, those were absolutely my favorite. We just spot it at uh, ASU. Andrew Taylor, who worked with me at ASU, definitely knows about it the best uh but dump comments be slander me we've we've seen good slander but you guys can give me more keep them going so best comments of the night gets uh get something from our friends over at taste of chicago and make sure to head out head over to their website and check their stuff out because they dropped the bag and we appreciate them so it's like nba play games are next week teams are making a late playoff run speculation rumors are abounding which mm. takes us to our sponsored segment brought to you by the folks at taste of chicago's According to anonymous sauces, Zach, sauces there. Sauces. I, I love that. All right. If things got hot in Miami. Udonis Haslam's first game back after a five-month layup. He got tossed. He got tossed like a pizza for getting into it with Dwight Howard. According to your sauces, how did this start? Um, Udonis is the oldest player in the NBA, and – Dwight Howard looks like Brandon Marshall, kind of. I love mm-hmm. the Bing, though, because Udonis always used to joke that he plays with a razor blade in his mouth. And now I might believe it. <laughs> he looks like the type of dude who would do it. If he hasn't done, he'd be like the first player in NBA history to play like a consecutive streak of games with a razor blade, just ready to zip zip. Yeah, oh, yeah. On some Peaky Blinders shit. Yeah. Well, me and him were the same age, bro. He went to Florida. I remember, I remember Udonis when he was like the big, thick, thick with that whole crew at Florida. I think it was like Brad Nelson and Teddy Dupay and that whole squad of just straight, like, animals but uh yeah i'm not i said dude i'm not gonna mess with he could probably have my kool-aid or my cornbread oh absolutely i mean what a fantastic <laughs> one fight per minute this season L- living legend i mean do, you know what i mean like i don't know anyone else that's gotten in and out of a game that quick almost to the point where you're like did he leave the oven on at home with like a lou malnati's pie in there and he's like i gotta go back and shut that oven off don't want to ruin the pizza now joe they've sent us they've sent us pizzas but I, Joe, I'm. I asked. I asked for. I asked for Portillo's backdrop, and uh, and uh, I, I want the glizzy. They. I that was. I wanted the Portillos. I asked for some glizzies, and they have not shown up. Why? When? When? When can I get my glizzy? You know, never get between a man and his glizzy. I feel like they're on the way. Is that the ones with like the the pickles in it and all the elaborate shit? Yeah, like, I'm gonna be honest. Like I've been to Chicago airports a few times. And I'm always like, "What's all this elaborate shit?" Just like, give me a weenie with some mustard on it. But I do respect it because I am a man who likes value, and I'm getting into peppers now and experiencing a lot more with that type of shit. Yeah, off the relishes, just things like that, eclectic stuff. So definitely, you know, give them some love. And since we're talking food, we've only touched the tip of the iceberg with this menu, Zach. Oh, we yeah? got the pizza. We got a little bit of everything else. I have some allegedly. This is a legend now because I'm getting a little salty. Because I, you know, I love the people at the Taste of Chicago, and I want to sample their food. I want, I want All the fillet. It. I want, I want the horseradish and crusted fillet, and the blue cheese and crusted fillet. I don't even like blue cheese, but I saw it on the menu. I said, "Shit, if I encrusted on something, that might change my whole life." Send it over. Lobster tails, the crab legs. We'll do a party at my house. I will invite the crew over. We will film it. I'm vaxxed. You were vaxxed. 
<laughs> Most of the crew is back. If you're not, you're not invited. We will leave it on the street. Yeah. You get to go play. Glizzy's for Zach. Tell the people. Hashtag Glizzy's for Zach. So give Zach is but Zach, why get between a man and his Glizzy? I don't know, man. I just want just want my hot dogs to show up. They got a great menu. I was fired up. I've been going to Portillo's for a long time. So look forward to when that arrives. When Did that you ever arrives. see the uh I think it was called a glizzy gum, but basically you could put the glizzy in there and you could eat it and nobody could see you eating the glizzy. <laughs> <laughs> it would cover your glizzy while you eat it. <laughs> <laughs> the gl- uh, glizzy is probably one of my favorite words. It's just like, oh man, the glizzy. <laughs> oh my god! Well, Joe, I, you know, I know in basketball you, you, it's hard to pull off eating a glizzy. Well, you, wait, we'll go. We'll get to that. We'll get. I'll. We'll switch that. We'll switch that up. But what was what, what you got for me right here? What do we got? Oh, when was oh, your when- first fight? Fight? I don't. I mean, I'm a black man in America. I've never stopped fighting. Zach, when, when, when was your first fight? <laughs> My first fight. I think we were in like seventh grade, and uh, which immediately tells you something about where I grew up. That like that just hit, was like you know de-escalationist. I am just in general. We were playing football, and a kid was being a dick, and we got into a fight, and uh, it was fine. We're still friends, actually, but. You know, he like laid someone out on a pass. I was like, dude, what the fuck's your problem? And he like pushed me and then we got into a fight. That was the first one. I think first fight was probably like UCLA. It was it was uh somebody <laughs> was just messing with me for some reason I had to bing bing. Like I was mm. I was at a party drinking a beer, minding my business. They kept pushing me. I was just like, You're not a threat, like please. So I just was sipping my beer. They were getting so frustrated because they wanted to give my attention. Finally I hand the beer and just bing bing bing. And then it was okay, like, all right, now you got my attention. <laughs> if you want it. Am I allowed to ask this? At, at ASU, I knew the coach before our coach would like let guys just square up, and like it's, it was like hockey rules. Like as soon as they hit the ground, then they get broken up. Our, our coach threw guys out as soon as they started swinging. What was were you guys hockey policy or like like out? So there's a story I've told. I won't name names anymore because I've told this enough, and uh, yeah, I respect both these guys. But there's my freshman year, like first week on campus. I think like first, like we were like first official workout in poly, we're scrimmaging, whatever, whatever. <laughs> Two guys on the team get into it and just go at it. I mean, I'm honestly like hitting each other's chairs. <laughs> like it was like, I'm just like, oh shit, is this what college basketball is like? <laughs> like I think it forever scarred my college basketball experience. And I was like, fist fights are fine, but this was like a whole nother level. Like one dude was bleeding, like these guys are friends now. And obviously that's just a part of the game. You know what I mean? Like I remember one time in practice, I'm guarding Dan, Dan Gadzi Reach. And coach is like, get up on him. I'm like, bro, fuck you. I'm not getting. He's at the three point line. Like, what? No, <laughs> no, Dan's like. So he's like, I'm oh, getting him. So I like get in him and go, like Dan gets so mad. He like picks me up and flips me. But he does this thing where like I just feel all I know is like I just feel my whole body flip and I kind of somehow landed back on my feet. And my dad was there to add insult to injury. And I had to like pretend to want to fight him. So my boys were joking because I would do this thing when I get mad where I lick my lips. Like, oh yeah, you were licking your lips, but you were about to do shit. I'm like, you're fucking right because y'all weren't gonna help me. But after that, I gave him like three or four buckets. Like literally, just got inspired. So that's but awesome. I, I love the dead. Dan was a great dude. It really came out of nowhere. Like you know, yeah, yeah. Living, like, that's fantastic. But the NFL, Zach, our second yeah. favorite sport. Yep. Good glizzies at NFL games. Like good glizzies at NFL games. Mark Sanchez eating them on the sideline of games. Don't know how many sports you can get away with that. That is an iconic <laughs> clip. Hey, give me a glizzy, dog. <laughs> NFL just released their schedule yesterday. Yep. We're both vaxxed and ready to tax. You know what I mean? We're both getting bags from the good people at Wave. 
getting glizzy from the good people of Texas Chicago. What is your top choice for an NFL road game? You're an NFL player. You're on the road. You're trying to get it in. What is your top choice? So it's two things here. When I worked for the NFL, I actually produced a thing for them where I had to research all of the best tailgating, not just like what, like not just the ranks, but what's the best tailgate to go to at each stadium. Uh, And it was a fun project. And I will say Patriots games are awesome to go to, but for me next year, that's schedule specific bill saints in new Orleans. That shit is going to be crazy. Bill Saints are wild. They have a good team. That is just going to be a really fun road trip to be on, like being in New Orleans, drinking with everyone and just partying. I think uh, I think it'll be awesome. Shout out to my guy, John and, and Marcel, who will probably be out there. Uh, hopefully I can get a beer with those guys. What about you? Zach, I love um, I love the city of New Orleans for what it represents, but I do not like being there because everybody gets too inebriated. People can't. So it's like New Orleans and Vegas for some reason, like because you can't drink good. Like learn how to drink good. You don't need mm. You're drinking all the mixed drinks with all the sugar and all that other shit in it. Just not, and they taste good. Believe me, like they're tasty. Okay? Oh yeah, they're tasty. But you know, the guitar, I've, I've done it all. But the high octane, yeah, oh. yeah. But, no, no, no. And then, uh, you know, I don't know, man. For me, probably would be Seattle. Just great people, great food. Ooh. I would be going for good meals. You know, good human beings. Everybody's super nice. Seattle, bring back the Sonics. I think that's. You know, we've talked about it, but I miss those days. Kevin Calabro, my pops, really just turning up. Everybody, for me, like being in Seattle and going to Key Arena, like everybody was so nice. I was so used to uh, sports arena. You know what yeah. I mean? Like in the forum, it was like we're just oh, yeah. assholes. Like everybody's like, hey, how you doing? Like what the fuck you mean I'm doing? Like, oh, you're just nice. Okay, whatever. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. New era Clipper fans have no idea what LA Sports Arena is, and they should be very excited about the forum project that Sea Bomber has going very grateful to have Staples Center because LA Sports Arena, rough. It's the, not a nice. The piss trough on the first level. Oh. They probably have one upstairs too. But literally, you were getting other people's pee on you. And I think about it this deck a lot because I used to pee in that trough <laughs> all the time. And the pee would bounce. It was like the flowing stream of water, but you would just be like row of dicks out, just peeing into the the trough. Everybody looking at each other. Yeah. Oh my god. And like pee was getting on you. <laughs> oh. Good salsa though, and the cooler coos were the shit. Joe, looking at the schedule, it dropped today. What's the most trash? What was the most trash game in prime time that you saw kind of quickly uh, on there? Ooh, um, I don't really know. I think all of them. All of them. I feel like, God, like Raiders, I Chargers. I mean, any game is any game in the Chargers. <laughs> Is going to be just because it's going to be the other fan. I think, you know, Raiders, Ravens, just because I'm a Raiders fan too, but I feel like Lamar Jackson will come in and spank ass. Yeah. And I feel just- like the Colts are trash. This, of all years, better than it has been. I also like, if you could go down, if we can, Greg, you just quick with Matt. Bears, that one. Bears, Vikings, boom, got it. Both those teams are going to be terrible. I'm very excited for Justin Fields and the people. People of Chicago, but let's taper our expectations. Let that man grow. Let that man have go through his rookie growing pains. It's not easy playing quarterback in the NFL, even though he's hyper, hyper, like intelligent and unbelievably athletic and going to be very, very good. Just let the man go. Uh, But, uh, Joe, you saw Tom Brady's going back to New England. Boo England. Poo England. And the the tickets, they are not, they're not cheap. Well, Zach, I'm rich now, so what is cheap? (laughs) <laughs> what is not cheap, brother? Bro, for me, this is one ticket is rent. I'm not 
I'm not doing that. Like, I'm sorry. I, I don't know. I, that's just way too much money to pay $1,400 for the like worst seat in the building for probably decent seats. You're looking at $8,000, $5,000. I mean, bro, what are we doing? That's just a pair of Gucci loafers to some, Zach. <laughs> now, would I spend that? Would I spend that to see Tom Brady take on Mega Mac? No. Oh my god! I think, yeah, I think Cam will start, but I think for some reason there'll be a twist of luck or fate or whatever it may be. You know, what I mean, Black History Month may come early. Something Cam Mega Mac will go up against Tom and just get absolutely massacred. Bill Duh. Belichick. I will pay to see. I would pay to see just how Tom's going to look at Belichick and that, like the handshake after the game, and them trying not to give each other love. And honestly, if they made out, I think the NFL would just explode. I was going to say Donald Trump is going to be just stuffing glizzies down his throat, mouth watering, so happy seeing two MAGA guys go at it on the field for him at the same time. So, uh, Joe, I want to ask you, though, you've gotten to go to some great sporting events in your time. What's the most expensive? Most you've paid or what's the most expensive ticket you've gotten? Because, like, we've talked about this and I don't want to flex, but, like, people give us stuff now. You more than me, but people give us stuff. So um, the most I would have paid, but yeah. thanks to the good folks at Twitter. Shout out to TJ, Brittany, the whole crew over there, Ryan Brown, the legends over there at Twitter. Periscoping, thank you for this opportunity to get these flares out and get these bags, get this mm. Lou Malnati to Chicago, everything like that. But our, our esteemed former colleague, Lejethro Jenkins, legend, and caressing him on the uh, announcement of the pregnancy with him and his boo. Yes, uh, but Twitter got us out there for, I believe it was game three in Oracle uh, Raptors Warriors. It was a beautiful moment. Lejethro, Imgraz, just legends. Imgraz got me down to the family section. Literally, the Curries are on one side. The Rivers are over here, and this and that, and this is going on. This person walks by, and it's like, oh, shit, me and Rich Pollard shooting the shit. And I'm wearing Uggs. That was my favorite part. So I would have paid them up for that. But I'm, I'm a frugal guy, Zach. So it's funny. Like, when LeBron was on the Cavs, I would never pay for, like, Lakers Cavs tickets, but always Clippers. Mm. Like, because they're all, you could get a Clippers ticket on play the StubHub stock market, as I like to call it. You can get a Clippers <laughs> ticket for, like, 40 bucks. <laughs> I got a suite in the Clippers game, A-level suite versus the Cavs with LeBron for like 46 bucks driving to the arena just because people would get desperate because they'd be like, oh, shit, we're Clippers fans. Nobody wants to come. (laughs) (laughs) That was in in high school. We would get $15 tickets, and we'd go pick teams like young talents. Like, we'd go watch this, like, young Thunder team play this really dumpy Clippers team for 20 bucks, and we would just walk from the top all the way down and be in the, the lower level. But for me... Most I've paid, <clears throat> I was very lucky when, when I worked for the NFL, uh, my boss at the time, Carmen Dukes, hooked me up with a field pass for a Super Bowl. And I somehow found out that that credential was worth $100,000. Now, you obviously couldn't sell it. Like, I'm go- I am ha- I get my photo, all that. Yeah. So, but so I, it looks like you. I, yeah, yeah, true. I, yeah, Dave Portnoy hit me up. We can figure it out. But, no, uh, I, I just uh, – it was a very neat opportunity and something I'm I'm not sure I'll ever get to experience again. So that was probably the most expensive thing I've ever gotten access to. Most expensive. I, I, I got to go to like a home run derby up in yeah. Seattle. That was probably, you know, I don't know if my parents in the chat, my dad and I went, it was very special. I know those tickets were not cheap. So appreciate you dad on that. But yeah, that that's that. And now from sporting events to, Former correctional officers have gone on to dominate the wing game. Uh, <laughs> it's throwback Thursday, as the kids like to say. I used to be a kid once, Zach. In my time, we, you know, we just had aim and we could create fake, fake, fake hold just characters and really dominate. But now everybody knows everybody. Yeah. But uh, great moment in hip hop. 
Oh, did I, I read your shit. I'm sorry. Not read. No, my, no, you're good. Let's just mix We're, it up. Uh, we'll get to it. We, <laughs> we, uh, uh, for those listening, again, you can get this as a podcast on Spotify, iTunes, tap in, search out of pocket, and presented by our good friends at Taste of Chicago. Uh, this clip of Rick Ross jumping off a bridge to avoid a speeding ticket. Incredible music video moment. It's a top three moment that I think about. I don't think about it nearly as often as the moment that I submitted, which, Greg, if you could pull that one up for the people. it's It better be Weezer. It better be Weezer. Maybe <laughs> something with Weezer in it. Although I did love that music video they did with the Jackass guys. Uh, Greg, I don't know if we have that one queued up. The, the Kelly, uh, where is it? Kelly. Got it. Kelly Rowland. Here we go. This is absolutely wonderful they're trying to shoot this music video and they're like hey we need you to type out a full message so they had her put it in an excel sheet that is not going to anyone and i think that like it's just like how far we've come you know that like you this in that area you were like yeah i think that's what texting looks like now we're all like you you put a text message in an excel sheet so exactly so you you i think you were young for the kicker days there was a whole phenomenon of sidekicks and it was it's basically just like, you know, you could send it was like the first time you could text people. I remember my, my teammate roommate used to like TJ Cummings. He had the kicker, as they called it. I never got one. My parents didn't love me enough. But uh, you can get the T-Mobile sidekick. And that was like the whole thing because you could like share info. You could do all this elaborate shit with them. So you just see dudes at the club with their kickers out. And that's how they were communicating. And they thought they were so sweet because they were on their little mini computer. And I was so jealous because I didn't have a kicker. I wanted one so bad. We weren't on T-Mobile, but oh my god, I wanted one so bad. It was the cool. It was the coolest phone for like five years. I mean, that was that was it. Did you have? Did you have a most uh, outrageous music video moment? You on here? No, I did not, Zach. No, uh, all good. Thick Ross jumping in. I think just avoiding the ticket. Yeah. If you look at the way he like turned his body and tried to run from the cop, the cops didn't chase after him because it's like it's just a speeding ticket, dog. If you look right here and he, when he tries to hit it real quick, like he's oop, like he's at the combine, he ends up hitting the car still and they kept that take. It was authentic, <laughs> it was authentic. Also, like you left DJ Khaled in your Maybach. Like they're gonna know whose Maybach that is. <laughs> There's not that many of those sold. And DJ Khaled just left there. Well, maybe he's playing chess and he has like a submarine or one of those things. And like, what was that? Uh, fucking uh, Alcatraz. What was the Alcatraz joint? The Rock. Like when they got in underneath. Maybe <laughs> yeah. one of those joints. I don't know. Maybe one of those scuba things that'll pull you. Yeah, I could. I could see him with that. He's got enough money to pull that off. But before we take off for the night, we gotta we gotta give some some major major super duper love out there. Mm. WNBA getting ready to start their twenty fifth season. Yep. Not the commander of the day just yet. Got to give the WNBA some love first. Got to show some love. So WNBA, uh, 25th season. Twitter just released a new WNBA Twitter hashtag. League pass only $16.99. Break bread. Show some love to these incredible women out there. Shout out Renee Montgomery in particular, now owner of the Atlanta Dream, for booting Kelly Lawler out the paint. Straight boot mode. Renee out here producing stuff, getting it, <clears throat> linking up with LeBron. Still not got me on her podcast. It's fine. But I will say, <laughs> WNBA 20th anniversary. I'm getting jerseys, Zach. If you had to get a, a WNBA jersey, and this is not really the topic we're going to get into too much, but if you had to get one, would you get a Sparks? Would you get something else? What are you thinking? I'd go to Seattle. I still, yeah. I'd still still get a Seattle. Stu right Bird? Is she still with the Storm? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'm going up there. Exactly. Let's Honestly, let's make wave since they've got all this bread now from Texas Chicago. We'll make a trip to Chicago, check out Candace Parker, 
But I also want to take a trip to Seattle, check out Sue Bird. Do they play in Key, Key Arena? They still do, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Let's go back and relive our glory days. We will get it. <laughs> we'll no, we'll bring in a taste of Chicago Glizzy with us. Eat the Put glizzy. it right in the hoodie. Eat the glizzy. Glizzy in the hoodie. Away we go. Easy. <laughs> Easy. Jordan Canada, UCLA Bruin. Shout out Ann Myers, legend. But uh yeah, so that's all I want to say, man. Really gotta Absolutely. get Make sure we support the league. They're out here really getting it. There's a lot of young talent coming in. Bucky getting. I'm ready. I'm ready for Paige to come through because I think that's really going to be like she's just going to dominate. And yeah. I wish I didn't. I didn't realize that she couldn't dip whenever she wanted to. Like she had to stay in college for a little bit. I'm not I don't wrong. know what. I don't know what. I don't know what that. I know. I was gonna say I don't know what that double standard is. She's ready. Let her go to the league. Like I, I've been. I'm dying to watch her uh, play in the league. I, I was fortunate we got to talk to her last year on a at, at a different time. But uh, yeah, she's she's a star. So. A different yes. bag, like at a different, a different yeah, a different bag. <laughs> yeah, I, I know yeah. I was getting no, exactly. That, no, that was the bag over here, but um, so that you know, before we go, oh, wait, no, Ooh. that's right. Oh, I got it, but we're on our way out. We, we're gonna crown our commenter of the day. The winner is you want to pull it up, drum roll, please. West Coast Elite clowning me, fantastic joke here. Fantastic. I'm going to get – you think like I'm joking, but I am going to get the Duncan Robinson fathead somewhere in my new apartment. But uh, congrats. Look in your DMs. We'll be hitting you up. Uh, our, our One of our producers will hit you up. We you made hit, the Detroit shock. The shock yeah. was the shit. I love everything in I love everything in Detroit is like motor car related, but every, all the like the automotive industry just dipped. Like it's, <laughs> I don't um, love that. West Coast Elites, where we will be sending you courtesy of our friends at Taste of Chicago, uh, a lose nine inch round chocolate chip cookie and a pizza. The pizza's fantastic. I had said some slanderous things about it. it. It turned it turned the tide. But you know, I'm really looking for my my glizzy to show up. And if I'm, I'm gonna, if I'm gonna put a nine in my mouth, it better be from Lou Malnati's. I'm looking to say that. <laughs> I'm picking the nine. It's from Lou Malnati's. If I'm giving the nine out, it's from Lou Malnati's. It just lights up. From now so, on, we're, now I'm responding to, 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 to tweets. You want the nine? Yeah. From Lou Malnati's. Exactly. Trying to get it. this nine. That's honestly, if, if, let us just take over Lou's social for a day, for a game. I think we'll oh change the whole universe. Oh, my God. So many be... puns. We got puns for that ass, okay? That would be amazing. It would be amazing. So, anyway, yeah, West Coast Elites, check your DMs. We'll be sending you courtesy of Taste of Chicago, the Lou Malnati's Pizza, and the big-ass cookie. It's all delicious. Uh, we're back next Tuesday. And if you missed any out-of-pocket, we're officially a podcast now, as I mentioned earlier. Go listen wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe, rate, review, five stars only. Please, please, five stars. You know that the Warriors fans are going to try and, you know, run the ratings down on us. So get those five-star reviews in. And also, as I don't know how many times we got to say it, go follow Buckets on Twitter, on TikTok, on IG. They put out some of the absolute best stuff on the internet. Those guys kill it. And uh, I'm just grateful to have the opportunity to work with them. So, Glizzy time. Stay, stay glizzied up. Glizzy time indeed. <laughs>